This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. <laughs> I clicked the unmute button and it was like, no. I swear to God, this thing, man. My computer, OBS, they're just like, you don't love us anymore. We understand. It's like, no, no, no. We're here. We're, we're trying to do the thing. Computer, it's okay. That's love fine. It's okay, computer. Okay, What's up, everybody? Welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I am Fusion X. Joining us today, we've got Zen, we've got Rook, Hi. and... Hi. Are we, are we, okay. And we have Terry and Hart joining us as well. Hey. <laughs> uh, so, it has been a while. Uh, real life is a thing. Real life. What that is, I don't know. Ooh. Real life came in came in hard for for a lot of us. Uh, we've been busy with just work or conventions, traveling, and it's the it tis the season. So lots of lots and lots and lots of stuff going season, on. Season of what? Season season of of holidays. Holiday nonsense of nonstop yes. holiday extravaganza shenanigans. Rook was like, I'm gonna just like buy a house. Yeah, no, you know, I know. It wasn't just like I'ma just buy a house. I mean, I this feel like it was. I feel like it was. It was. It felt like a very short period of time. Brooks was like, "Yeah." So we're like looking for houses, and like a month later, now she's in a house. It's like, look, that's just how Bebop and I roll. That's how we do this. This is how our life works. This is how our mental health works. We are the kinds of people that it's like we think about doing a thing for three years, and then we go, "Now it's happening. Right now it's happening, and we're gonna my, do it in three." My months. favorite part. <laughs> is how you still have the bed behind you. The wall is still blue, and there's still a closet on the right side. Yep. I it's mean, like, it's it's different, and it'll look more different the more time that passes here. So for those of you who are watching and not just listening, there will be. I have a whole bunch of pictures different, but and shelves. Familiar. I've got a whole bunch of things, yeah. But this bed is still here, and it will never leave us. So Oh, Veiled, veiled in the chat is, is getting on me now. No, it's it's. I know. It takes time to decorate. I understand. I understand. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um so we got a little bit of news to catch up on. Um, most recently here, uh, Final Fantasy XIV won two awards at the Game Awards. Uh, one for Best Ongoing Game and one for Best Community Support. Um, and then they, they, uh, they touted... I thought the it was re- Best Community. So I was like, did we win well, an is, award? Does that count Was it Best Community, Best Community Support, something like that? It, it was funny hey. because they announced it. And then they plugged Discord.gg slash FFXIV. And it's like... Uh, Jeff Keeley, that is the Reddit Discord. That is not an official Discord. Um, I I, oh, I poked my head over there to see, you know, how it was going, and all the mods were just like, "Oh God, here come all the Fortnite people." So, uh, shout out to the Reddit <laughs> Discord. A little mods. spicy, yeah. So there were actually two community awards. The first one, the or the one that we just talked about, the Game Awards, was Best Community Support, and at Golden Joysticks, we did win Best that's, Community. That's period. what it was. So. The very samey sounding, um, <laughs> but yeah, congrats to Fire Team. Um, also, right now, Starlight Celebration is happening. That'll go until December thirty first. Uh, if you do it this year, you'll get a new. Uh, it's a reindeer mount, which is cool. No, have you no seen shiny the pictures? Nose. People, people are freaking. They're lining up their reindeers and like sitting in the chair mount in the sky. Somebody dressed as Santa, so it looks like somebody in a sleigh with a whole reindeer that's... entourage. That's pretty so great. Cute. That's oh, pretty great. Cute. 
I love that. Um, and there's also a blue sparkly outside tree. So subpar. Gonna just throw that out there. It's kind of it's kind of weird. It's like uh, it doesn't really scream start. Remember, remember. It, it fits a certain aesthetic, but not what's yeah. already in my yard. So I'm not going to use. Them. Remember, remember the first starlight when people had to put trees in their yard. And that yeah, was like part of the event. So cool. Remember that the one yeah, time they to... utilized uh, yeah. housing. So districts. you had to put the yeah. tree out in your yard, and then different people had to come up and like wave at the tree or something. Yeah, you had to interact just, like, with the tree, like, acknowledge that the tree existed, and that's how you finished the starlight event. Wait, 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 wait. So could you not participate if you didn't have like you weren't able to put a tree in a yard, or no. was it that no. you, you had either... to you had to find a tree in a okay. yard? Yeah, yeah. You just had and to then... hope people were nice and put them out. Yeah. Okay, which okay. is probably why they didn't do it again. But, but like, that was, was the only really time, cool the time the neighborhoods felt validated to me. It's like, oh, you're I using mean, it for stuff. Cool. No, never. I again. think they could do it again. I think they could do it again as long as you had both of those options. And even with something like Ishgard, like Ishgardian Restoration, right? We have that version of the, you know, um, yeah. the firmament yeah. there. So they could put, they could just put an interactable tree in there to make sure people had somewhere to go to. You know, yeah. that's true. Yeah, they should do it again. Um, also, Moogle Treasure Trove is going on right now until the patch next month. Um, the big new thing is the Namazu Neckerchief, which looks more like a ribbon, if you ask me. But um, And there's also the Falcon Ignition Key. This was previously only available um, a number of years ago if you were subbed during a certain period of time. So if you don't have that, uh, definitely something to It's also Moogle Tomes right now. So That's what we're talking about. Oh, it's for something else right now as well. I don't know. Is it? Don't know. Yeah. Don't this is me half paying attention yesterday while I struggle with my life. That's fair. <laughs> oh, sad. That's fair. We love you. It's going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, yes. The Moogle Treasure Trove, Tombstones, you can get them. I have to say, I kind of, and you'll have to let me know how you all feel about this because I. I think, hmm, I hate to say this. I like that it is an option to get various things in a different way in the game, for sure. Mm. But I sort of feel like I'm over these. I don't know if I'm the only one. I almost feel like I would rather see them add in some other new kind of fillery, contenty sort of stuff. It, it feels like anymore to me when these pop up, I'm just kind of like, uh, I don't really think there's something that gets me to play the game or run content. It's I I don't know maybe a lot of other people I think will have different feelings I'm sure new players also feel different because mm -hmm. this is a much more expedient way for them to be able to get a lot of these items but I guess for me as a veteran player at this point I'm kind of just like I would love it if they shook it up and did something different or added something else in for this or we got some other variation of kind of time passing event yeah, yeah I mean, the new I... player thing is is the thing like I was like I'm gonna sound snooty right now but we we players who've been here for a while I am a legacy. <laughs> We have all this shit already, <laughs> but but for yeah. new people, it's much easier to, to suddenly get this yeah, sometimes. Like when they're like, time. here, try and get the, the, the pony. It's like, just unsync and go get that. You don't need to do the Moogle Tomes for that. I remember um, the one time I did it was actually for that biker jacket as a veteran player. I was mm -hmm. like, this is an awesome glam. And then I did the Moogle Tomes just to get that whole outfit. Maybe if they did more glamour stuff, that would be cool. Yeah. Agreed. It's yeah. like, I, I, I can't even cap tomes each week. You want me to come in and, like, grind this <laughs> other type of tome? Like, I don't got that kind of time right now. Like, the, two, but, uh, the two emotes, which ones are those? Overzealous affirmations. Mm, I bet I there's a really cool website 
that has that information on it. What could it be? What website? I mean, if 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 I had to just guess off the top of my head, ffxiv.gamerscape.com. It's a fist <laughs> pump, according to uh, ffxiv.gamerscape.com. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Slash wiki slash ballroom underscore etiquette underscore dash underscore overzealous underscore. You can, you can, you can just go to the thing and, and search for it. <laughs> it's true. You don't need to remember And I do... That. No, at this point, so for anybody who doesn't know, or maybe you're a listener, or maybe you're new, um, newer to the game, this Falcon Ignition key is a mount that, as far as I know, is not obtainable anywhere else in the game at this point. For a brief while, they did have it. This was so funny. I was tracing this back on my stream the other day. I was like, wasn't there a period of time where that mount had something to do with subscription rewards, like yeah, subscription kinda. duration rewards. And it turns out that it did. I think it was back in Stormblood when they were trying to incentivize people they, to like come yeah. back or renew subs. So if you sub for a certain amount of time, there's like rewards that you get. Um, and they stopped that. Um, and then they did the Falcon mount, which is, it you know, transforms depending on if you're flying or on the ground or underwater. Um, and it was like, we're going to do a new thing instead and that was the only time they did it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. Intelligent yep. Imp- Impressions, I think, is the other one. Intelligent mm. Impressions. Yes, that one's the reading one, which is very nice. You can only get from uh, FET stuff. So that one's pretty good. There you go. Yeah. Good to snag. Yeah. Worth worth checking out to see if there's anything in there that you really need. Um, also, this past, uh, this week, week before, um, Orchestral Arrangement Album, Volume 3. I don't know <laughs> how it's possible that every time I hear a new version of Close in the Distance, it's even better oh. than the previous version. For we had the original, we had the Primals version, now we have Jason Miller with an orchestra. <laughs> yes, more of that. We have it's they, uh, To the Edge is also on there, Shadowbringers, full orchestra. Uh, tomorrow and Tomorrow... Um, Flow is on there. Uh, it just It's so good. Definitely check it out if you can. Uh, right now, it's only available physically. Um, you can't get it digitally. You couldn't get the other ones digitally either. Um, which but, is foolish. Let's be honest. Is, it's a little silly. Um, but uh, they also announced that there will be a Blu-ray of the concert. The concert is, I think, this weekend in Japan. Um, there will be a Blu-ray of it um, that comes out. I think it was in May. Uh, which would then likely have the the MP3s for the the tracks as well. So, um, yeah, something to check out for sure. It's so good. It's so good. It's good. Um, I really, I have to do a little shout out here for Tempest's comment in the chat. Close in the distance. Did you mean cry in the now? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like that a lot. That's do I good. do I do I purposefully start it low so that when it gets to that one part, I can just crank it? Yes, yes, I do. Um, also, last bit of news like here. Like to make yourself cry? It's just it's 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 good music. It's good listening. Cathartic. It's cathartic. Sometimes you just like need a good cathartic cry. I don't I know like what you it like is. to feel your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll watch um, either. I don't know. I don't know why this is the thing. Sometimes I'll watch either Avatar: The Last Air again or mm. Mulan, and I'll just know that I need to watch it because I need to have a cry, and they're not even sad. But for some reason, I get deeply emotional about both of them. So I'll just put it on. And then the part where they're like, hey, you saved all of China. I'm like, <laughs> like every single time. 
Sometimes you just need to cry. You I mean, I mean, if if I need like a good like like a good like pump up moment, I I will go back to that scene from uh, Spider Verse, where he he takes the the dive. Yeah. With the music. Yeah. Oh, such a good scene. I mean, so good. Half of the entire Final Fantasy soundtrack will also just make me cry on command. So that's also one that I use a lot. The yeah. Final Fantasy XIV soundtrack. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. So um, also, I just start up another character and play through Endwalker again. <laughs> that's a big time investment to wow. get, to get that cry. It's 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 like I just don't I don't want like just like a little. Tr- I just want to like cry for like a week. Want to be dehydrated? Let's, yeah, from my face. Too much moisture. We need to get this out of the body. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, uh, new live letter, December 23rd at 3 a.m. Pacific. Um, Obviously, that's two days before Christmas. We will not be here on Christmas. We will not be here the week after either, I don't think, because of New Year's. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm not here, sorry. The dates line up so well for us this year. Um, and then the so, next week is Magfest, so I also will not be here. Right, and and, and by that point, I think we're just going to be in the patch, so we probably won't even talk about the live letter. We'll just be like, and but here's the patch. <laughs> for anybody going to Magfest, totally come find me. I look like this. <laughs> yes, we'll have to see. Navigating the holidays is always tricky, but um, you know, if we're able to figure out something else for something in the interim or another first edition or you know an off normal day cast we'll definitely do it but yeah it's just that time of year everybody unfortunately but we uh, are glad to be back today at least i like that you called us out for that too because we were like this whole time we're like yeah we're gonna be taking a break but like we're totally gonna like try and like get some other stuff in here while we're gone and no look i'm just ready it's <laughs> more eighth radio this, this well, is other well, this stuff is, this is one but we we're like we're gonna do an off day D and it'll be fine and it's try just, Try we might, we might still. We might still. We tried. We talked about it. That's life. Right. Life. Yeah. Oof. Life. Uh, and with that, we're going to get into our topic for this week. We have the lovely Darian Hart joining us today. Uh, and we're going to talk about Wish Upon a Realm. Uh, so give us give us yeah. the, the elevator pitch here, Darian. What is Wish Upon a Realm? So it's a fan-made festival we made uh, to raise money for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And to be honest, it was a lot of fun. Um, We basically had a a two-day festival where we brought together a lot of streamers and content creators. And they all basically helped out by running a show that lasted two days. And it started at 10 a.m. PT each day. And it it was basically a collective of events uh, featured in Final Fantasy, basically, for all the gamers to come by and hang out and have fun and party with us while we raise money for, for Make-A-Wish. So what, what led you to, to, to start this? Is there a reason you chose Make-A-Wish? So Make-A-Wish actually reached out to us first. Um, they actually messaged Nabi, who's not here right now, but she worked just as hard as I did uh, to make it happen. But they reached out to her and she's like, hey, guys, I think this is back in October. She's, she, they reached out and they're like, um, Navi was telling us, hey, guys, I think we should do an event or something with uh, Make-A-Wish. They're reaching out. Maybe we can get the whole VTuber team together um, and we can maybe raise money for the kids. And I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. A lot of us uh, chimed in and we're like, hmm, yeah, we can do something. So the plan was really unclear at the start because we didn't know what we were going to be doing. But it all started coming together um, in the month of November, really. 
So we were just talking about uh, feeling our feelings. Just you talking about this right now. I'm like, oh, it's. <laughs> no, I mean it was incredible. I I was really happy um, that you invited me to participate in some of it. But even just seeing everybody that came together for this for something that started out as a like, hey, yeah, maybe we can do something for this charity and for this amazing cause. Um, or, you know, maybe we can turn it into something even bigger than just a little one-off or just a little thing. And this two-day festival, I mean, it was amazing to see how many people tuned in, how many people were there in game at all the different events and the meet and greets. And it really felt almost like a mini holiday charity convention in game. It was so wild. And it's amazing that it started like that and that you were able to do so much good to help realize uh, the, you know, wishes and dreams of children. Literally, the starlight essence, right? The whole it theme is. of starlight. Um, to be able to do that in the real world, too. <sighs> How many reindeer oh gosh, were involved yeah. in the making of this? Oh, man, I would say like um, about 90 people or so uh, got involved to help out. Um, we actually re uh, released a form at first. We were just like gauging interest for a really long period of time because we were like, we don't know if anyone is going to come. But a lot of people uh, did come and they uh, wanted to help. And so many community members that we all know and love, they all were like, hey, yeah, we can do this. We can do that. Um, but Definitely, uh, it was a challenge. It had it had many challenges along the way to make it possible, and a lot of impromptu things as well. What do you think were some of the like biggest challenges with coordinating it? Then was it like how did you go from idea to reality? What were what was that process like? Well, first it was chaos, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I'm like, we need to organize this. So then I went and I basically. Um, from all the people involved, I basically asked that pool of players, basically like, "Hey, do you like do you do you want to host or do you want to do something or is there an event or something that you would want to do?" Like, we actually were thinking about doing Starlight Carriage Rides, but that one got like nixed, right? So there was like a whole process of ideas of us trying to figure out, okay, what can we do? And from the people involved, we're like, "Who actively streams right now? Maybe they could host a segment." And you know, like one one of the biggest challenges I think was um, trying to figure out who's going to close on the nights, right? So like Saturday and Sunday, who's going to end the night? You know, and um, and another one was how, where where are we going to do this? Like where are we going to get venues from? So I literally spent like a lot of my own time and went out on Aether to like you know those pfs just in the pf you see like all these things written like come hang out at our lounge over here this is bar you know i would just visit venues like hey you guys want to be a part of an event <laughs> you guys do private events <laughs> yeah. for the so kids I, never mind that you're a bar and then i remember at one point at four in the morning i found a titanic ship someone built in the game <laughs> And I was what? on the deck of Titanic, and I reenacted with my friend the whole, like, you know, you tea like... pose at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and we oh. got in chats with the owners, and we're like, hey, can you, are you guys interested in this? And we're like, I don't think we can showcase Titanic, um, but we, we can. We could, uh, there could be, um, if you guys want to do more stuff. And then for some reason, you know, it, it worked out and these people were like, yeah, we have all these venues and all these friends at different venues. Maybe we can build stuff. So I found so many builders and that was pretty, pretty awesome. And a lifesaver, really. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that's amazing. I love wandering around in houses. You never know what you're going to find. Yeah. Oh, you really don't. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's been some crazy, like, just as, as soon as people started figuring out how to, like, glitch items and stuff, like, that was it. Everything is just insane now. Like, I've seen people mm-hmm. recreate robots or motorcycles out of, like, clocks, and it's just... It's part of why I really hope eventually they do update the, like, housing placement system so that you don't even have to do the glitches. So oh, anybody can imagine? do this. Because the sheer amount of creativity in the community and, like, people just being able to create something like the Titanic or whatever it is, is just so amazing and it's so fun to discover. Oh my god, it's wild. and. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I I think the the biggest improvement that they could make to housing is by removing the interior fixtures within a house because a majority of the furnishings go up as walls to make it look sleek, basically. And they could save so much storage space that way if we didn't have to get 6,000 walls true. to cover the the fixtures, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think of that, but you are not wrong. Really? Like you <laughs> got to like hang the, the light. Issue as well, yeah. Yeah. You put you put a big chandelier in and then you start adding the partitions and it's just right through the and you're like, "Oh, can't put that there now." Is... Yeah. So, you had a lot of different events during this. Um, how did you decide um what to have as events throughout the uh the event? I said event a lot during that. <laughs> Um, the way uh, we sort of went through and decided was um, I, I looked at the roster of people who were interested and I thought, like, we can reach out to our stream teams. So there's amazing stream teams in 14 in this directory. Um, so we reached out to Team Drifter and Team Ethernet and also the Team XIV tubers. And we basically were like, does anybody want to come along, basically? And, you know, I think Rook also was like, yeah, sure, at one point. <laughs> and... Um, so basically, we were like, okay, so th- this is our list of people. Let's see what they're interested in. So um, Kugon and Lux, for example, they were there, and w- they were just joking around at one point in the Discord. And I'm like, wait, what if they actually ran the Glamour show? And everyone's like, that's chaos. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we told them. <laughs> that's how you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it kind of was formulated in that kind of sense. And um, uh, basically, we made the list of events based on what time is everybody free like i checked in with everybody like are you free this time this time it was like brackets really and you know uh rin karagani he uh like in LunarCon, one of the other uh big festivals in this game they uh were like um cosplaying as kronk so we're like what if kronk was santa like that's hilarious so we created santa's grotto and we had rin open every day greeting everybody in his grotto as santa so yeah <laughs> yeah, shout out oh, to Rin. We, we had Rin on. Gosh, was it just the last episode? No, <laughs> no. It was. It was, it was a few back. It, it was three months ago, though. <laughs> oh yeah, three months. That was yesterday. I agree. <laughs> what does yeah. time even become? Oh. Seriously. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. I mean, Rin. Okay, Rin's Kronk actually was the way that I think I first really met Rin which is yeah. so funny I was like talking about Kronk or something and how funny I think Kronk was and Rin was in the chat and then Rin recorded some sort of little shout out and like added me on Twitter with it in Kronk voice and I was 
totally blown away. <laughs> and I had just like heard Rin's name around like a little bit and then was like, oh my gosh, Rin is so wonderful and so sweet. Um, and I loved that he got to open up each day with that. It was so, it's so good. So funny. But I mean, honestly, a lot of the events that you had over the course of this weekend were just so great. Like Santa's Grotto, we had the, the Holiday Glamour Show, you had Screenshot Contest, a quiz night, which is so fun. Um, there was a, a macro dance show. Up oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that one that's was amazing. super amazing, too. Yeah. That's and so cool. I really love the macro dance show because I actually never get to really see them, right? So it was really cool being able to go in there and watch April Cleo Potato do this amazing macro dance show. And she hosted it on our stream. It was the most wholesome thing I've ever seen. I would really <laughs> recommend people to go back and watch that vlog because it was so good. But I was freaking so cool. out because it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, again, the creative talent in 14 is unbelievable. For yeah, anybody who doesn't know, uh, macro dancing is essentially when you, like, program a bunch of emotes and time them with music so that the characters do, like, a whole macro set of a dance, which is just amazing. So creative. Holy crap. Yeah. And you mentioned um, Quiz Night with Leonardy, and Leonardy actually hosted Who Wants to Be a Gillionaire? Do you guys remember that? That was uh, hosted on one of the FF community events or so. It was a, yeah. some event FF was doing. I forgot which, but um, but he came back and he did a quiz night, and that was really cool too. Um, we had a whole like stadium set up for him. Basically, a lot of people were sitting, and it was just like it felt like a game show. Really, it was really fun to watch him do simple trivia that you'd think we would all get, but not really <laughs> <laughs> in correlation to the game. <laughs> it's hard when you're put on the spot what's so funny is that i think a lot of us can just kind of sit around and regurgitate a million final fantasy facts in the moment but then i i recently did like a cooking show trivia thing and i was going oh i know i totally am gonna know a lot of these and then in the moment you just sit there and the question gets asked and you go have i ever played final fantasy <laughs> did i ever play the game that's the one with the guy with the spiky hair right i think <laughs> That's why yeah. I like the show. Uh, Rick and I were on a little show at Onicon, <laughs> and they expected us to not know the answers. So the point of the game was for us to make stuff up, and whoever mm. made stuff up the best won. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you just like came up with a total, a total bullcrap answer, yeah, and so, then whoever so who, who was, was the best bullshitter. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, was who, who was? Who, who was? Oh, Michael, oh, Michael Nicholas. Nicholas. Yeah. I think I gave him a run for his You money. did. You did a good job. <laughs> I like to thank it, but he was prolific. Yeah. He's an incredible voice actor. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He was so good at just throwing stuff out there. And I know. he bullshitted with all of us. And uh, <laughs> I was I was, I was, was the mascot there. So I was, like, playing the part of the mascot during this. So I had to get everything wrong on purpose because she doesn't know <laughs> crap about this real world. And so I'd be like, what's the thing with the thing? And he'd feed me the absolute wrong answer. And I'd just be like, yep, that sounds right. That's where we're going with. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love a good quiz night. So I was really excited. I realized saying that made me sound incredibly old in one fast no. I love, I love a good quiz I mean, night. I, mean, I love back, some trivia. <laughs> back before, back before the pandemic, we used to do pub, uh, pub trivia. That oh, was a thing. It. It's fun, but I mean, it was such a good mix of events that you had at the at the event. At, you're right, Confusion. It's actually hard to talk about events without saying event 5,000 times. At the festival. There we go. Festival. At the festival. Um, there was also Frosty's Chocoba Race that happened on Sunday, which was a ton of fun. 
Um, I know that one. Do you, do you want to talk a little bit about that one or putting that one on? That one seemed pretty wild. That one was really wild. Oh my god, I like lost so many brain cells trying to organize that. Um, because in the background, for like up until the last day, basically, I was filling the chocobo race roster, right? So we needed 28 solid people who would show up, right? Because the way it works is Frosty uh, takes one spot in the eight-man party. So seven times four is 28. So it's just all the math, right? And so I got people to do it. But then literally, like, leading up to it, like, the week of, like, we would get, like, a dropout after dropout every day. <laughs> it's like, okay, constantly replacing. Oh, no. And um, I basically got no sleep that weekend. And I feel really bad about this, but... I was like, Nobby, I won't be there for Rin's Grotto in the morning, but I'll be up for the Chocobo race because I was a part of it too. Um, and I slept, and then I woke up like one hour into the race. And uh -oh. I was like, no! And, and Frosty, oh my god, I don't even want to know what happened when I wasn't there because I, I, I like basically made the roster, right? So I was just like, I can gather everybody up and get everybody ready, but I wasn't there for that, unfortunately. <laughs> but I did join when I, when I woke up. And uh, everything was pretty smooth from the point when I was there. Everything looked pretty smooth. They had already done three races, three rounds. They figured it out. Um, and Frosty was having a blast. I think Frosty had the most fun, actually, because he was really into <laughs> destroying us all <laughs> in the races. I really think Frosty just holds these Chocobo races to destroy us all. I like, finally, this thing that I've spent so much of my life on, I can just... <laughs> Yeah, pretty much any time that I would be in the race and I'd be like, who just slowed me? And I'd look over and Frosty's Chocobo would just blast by and I was like, he's just oh He's just like God. looking back at you like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a ton of fun. That was a ton of fun. Um, there was also an art party. Uh, this is something. So you're an artist yourself. You're an artist yourself. But I was wondering if you could kind of even just give people a bit of a rundown about like what art parties are and like obviously the event itself having one. Because this is something that I think really I've at least noticed a lot in the last year, maybe a little bit more. But these art parties have really been taking off and it's so fun to see them. And it's such an amazing way. Like if somebody, whether you're an artist or not, or you just want to like participate in something for fun, it's been so cool to see these. So I was curious if you could even like run people through what those are and like how it went down at the at the event this past weekend. Right, yeah, sure. So art parties are basically a, a big uh, party. <laughs> art parties are a giant party. You just invite your friends to it and you create a hashtag and you basically everybody posts their art under that hashtag, usually on Twitter. Um, basically what you do is it's pretty free form. You go inside the party and you look around and if you see someone, you can just draw them. In any way you want. So it's really freeform. You do what you want. And that's pretty cool because it doesn't put pressure on the artist. That's something that I really appreciate in particular as well. And you just share it with the hashtag and people will see it eventually. So that's what's cool about an art party. You can invite artists, but not just restricted to artists, but any of your friends too. People who don't even do art, they're welcome too. It's open to all. It's freeform for the artist. And you're having a party. So what's there not to like? <laughs> and you have a hashtag to look at later to see all the memories you've created. That's cute. That's cool. so cute. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I did like two sketches that time. 
Like, it's, it's, it's way more freeform than doing, like, an art stream where you feel the pressure of, oh, my God, there's people waiting to be drawn. Mm-hmm. And you're just drawing like a crazy. But it's, it's more nice when it's, like, really lax, a lax environment to just vibe at. And, oh, my God, the art party was packed. We had no idea. We were, okay, a little backstory. Um, for the art party, the venue designers I had, I was working with, they're like, Darian, how many people do you think are going to show up to this art party? And this was, like, way in the beginning. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe, like, 20 to 50? <laughs> and in hindsight, everybody would laugh at me, right? But when the event actually happened, we had, like, hundreds of people there. And we're hey. like, oh, my God. It Like, we couldn't, we broke it, basically. Like, we could, people couldn't get inside. <laughs> oh. but, it, but I really undershot that. Because I had never ran an art party before. I've joined them, but... I never ran one before, but it was really, really fun. We had Christmas curl- curlers come by as well. That was, that was pretty fun. <laughs> so so of the events, which one would you say was your favorite? Wow. Oh, it's that's like, really it's like tough. tell us what your favorite <laughs> child is. I know. That's so true. I mean, you sound like you really love the art party, but come on. What's your I mean, favorite? it's okay. We understand that all the events were great. This is just your personal, like, what did you really think was fun? What did you feel really proud of? Like, no pressure. I'm proud of the entire event. Like the whole event, everyone did a great job. I think I was most mesmerized by the dance show because I never saw one close up like that before. Um, but the Songbirds performance was really nice, actually. I would say like that's one of my highlights because there we hosted that at the Maketo Amphitheater, right? So you guys know it's a giant auditorium. It's mm-hmm. where you do your seasonal events usually, and we were all just sitting, just seeing everybody come together in one big arena that was so cool because i was like wow there really are a lot of people here <laughs> just like zoom out and see and all, all of your friends like the streamers everyone a lot of people ended up showcasing their povs on that too that night which was really cool and yeah i don't know it was just really nice seeing it all come together it's really neat and when, it started when raining people use the amphitheater and they played close distance yeah and, you know yeah. oh really... no <laughs> <laughs> no it's like the second did um Filling up that amphitheater is really cool. I I haven't hosted an event since 1.2, but we did we did a Mr. Eorzea pageant. Oh my, <laughs> my god. god, that's amazing! Yeah. So that was that was the original Miketo's amphitheater back in the day, and we had oh probably like 15, 15 people show up. It was a much smaller community back in the day, but that was that was a good time. It was funny. I desperately want that to happen again, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> I want that to happen so bad. That would be so amazing. I mean, if, if we could do it. Because <laughs> people used to do, like, beauty pageants all the time. And it's like, show up on your, your feminine-esque character and you can be in the pageant. And it's like, nah, this one's Mr. Eorzea. Come over here and take off your shirt. Let's go. I, I can just imagine the dev team like, yeah, we'll put this little amphitheater in. Maybe the, maybe, maybe the sub subscribers can play in it or do something. Oh, there's a gathering. What's... Mr. Eorzea. <laughs> okay. I think I, mean, I think actually a Lalafell one because he was the most charming. Oh my god! <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. A little potato. <laughs> it's a hot potato. <laughs> was there was there like a like a like a theme song? No. For it. Like here he comes, Mr. Eorzea. Like no. I'm just hearing potato, 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 just a potato song play. So when Mr. I do love that and I kind of wish that that had happened. Maybe, so maybe the next one we'll just do a Mr. That. Potato. 
Yeah, well, Mr. Potato Patchett. My God. That would be so good. Oh, I need it. Okay. All right. All right. I'm logging all the way. Or we can, I mean, we don't need to, we don't need to restrict it to males. It could just, it could be all Lollafels. We could just call it the potato pageant, PP for short. Potato pageant. No. No. Okay. Okay. I'm moving us forward. I'm moving us forward. It could be the the Popa. The Popa. I like Popa. That's much better. That's much better. So you talked a little bit about the actual process of how you put together the events and how it was kind realized right we already touched a little bit on that but um what would you say so like when you're scheduling these things right or you're trying to put on events whether it's for a big thing like this or it's on a smaller scale i'll adapt the question a little bit here since we already touched a little bit on it but what would you say to people like what do they need to take into consideration if they're going to put on an event a single event or a huge festival like this like what do you think are some of the considerations that while you were planning this um you had to give for doing these kinds of things I would say the number one thing is to gauge interest. So that's something we did for like a couple weeks. So really see who who's around and who's willing to help. And you have to also like see like if you can reach out further if you're not getting enough. Because that's what would happen with us. Like we thought, okay, yeah, we we got like 40 people to sign up. Okay, yeah, cool. We can make some kind of, you know, relative. We didn't think it would be a big event, like a small event or maybe... We can, and then we thought, like, what about our own connections? So then we reached out to like our stream teams and stuff to see, like, if anybody wanted to be a part of it. And then, you know, mutuals would hit up mutuals, and that's how, like, uh, you would get more people too. So it was just like a, a domino effect of like uh, word of mouth, really. And then, you know, we all came together in our planning Discord where we also have the Make a Wish stuff. So they could just like double over and look over some things. If should there be questions, they also helped with that. So. I would say the number one advice is just gauge interest and see if you can rouse more interest if you need it. If not, then you stick with what you have and you make a medium-sized event or whatever. Whatever you think is medium, small, or large, just depending on how many people are there. So just see what you have is really important so you can see what directions they can go in to make these different events, like a glamour show, like... It was pretty standard. It was just like, let's have a screenshot contest. Like, we just had a list of contests and stuff. And then I'm like, what if people hosted it? So then I just kind of delegated, like, hey, would you be interested in hosting this? Because, for example, Zuan, she's an amazing VTuber. And I know she loves taking photos. So I was like, that makes sense. Why don't she do a screenshot contest and she can have some people to host it with her? Like Penelope and Mia, you know? And then Ren, you know... It was just a no-brainer to put Rin in as Santa for some reason. <laughs> and then for the Glamour show, we're like, who can go back and forth and have a great time with this, you know? And we thought, why not good friends like Lux and Koo? And we all know Frosty hosts things, so hey, we have a chocolate voice. <laughs> you want it? <laughs> basically. <laughs> so it was so just have basically a... like who fits where kind of thing. Yeah. So have a solid foundation. Basically, yeah. Yeah. That's that's good advice. That's a good advice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Solid foundation, people who are willing to do things, follow their interest, and then kind of see how you can build it out from that. Yeah, I like just, that. Just I like that. Sp- yeah. Smoosh it all together, and that's how events are made. <laughs> and there's an event. There's an event. <laughs> there's that E word again. Just events. 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 It's not a bad events. E word. It's an all right. A good I never said it was a bad E word. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about how you reached out to different venues and you just went around and actually went to venues that were 
already set up and running like events or posting in things like the um, Party Finder and then kind of saw who would be interested in doing that. But um, with that, did they, so a lot of them, it sounds like, did specific builds or brought in people who did specific builds for these holiday venues. How did you kind of, how did you do that? What kind of things were you thinking of? Were you structuring around the events or were they kind of creating the venues and then you were saying what they did? Um, And how long do you think it took to get all the venues together, like just alone from, you know, like asking them to building and like ready to go for the actual festival? Well, what you said is uh, pretty much hitting the nail on the head with uh, the fact that the the venues were built around the events. So it's like we told them these were our events and we need spots for them. And then they had spots for them. So they were just uh, so then it was just from it was pretty straightforward of like, we need a Santos Grotto because we know Ren's going to be doing this. So they built around our events, which is the way that worked. And then um, proceeding after that, like the ter- in terms of like how long that took, it, it took it was about a, like a month's process, probably. Um, the builders were really fast, though, and they were also doing finals. So it's pretty like everything's happening oh. at once and that's just how december is really right <laughs> everything's just happening at i once. could study for my history exam or i can oh, make I a crock santa grotto <laughs> and there's this uh, <laughs> venue in particular seaside maiden butler where, where we hosted the glamour show and the person running it literally finished their final and then showed up immediately and they were there was just like a link shell a bunch of stuff they had like so much stuff and they were in there like 20 minutes before the event started, that one in particular. And they were just coordinating. We're like, we need you here, you here, this, that, this, that. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys are crazy. I love you guys. Thank you so much. (laughs) But these guys work so hard. Um, The venues were um, Seaside Maiden Butler, which was the Glamour Show. And then there's Dead Space, which handled like three to four venues, which was insane. And then we had um, another venue called the Verdant Cove, where we hosted uh, the after party at. And um basically everything we had we managed to get most things in the same ward which which made it easier for people so that was pretty cool um it was in the imperium and we're like yeah this works so yeah perfect for the setting with starlight yeah Yeah, exactly exactly yeah (laughs) oh man when i logged in yesterday or the day before when starlight event started and like it was snowing i was just like oh my god that's right i always forget that they turn the snow on but i love it every time that's the opposite reaction I have, having like grown up in Chicago most of my life. It's like I've, <laughs> if I look outside the window and I see snow, I just go, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, we do have snow right now in Chicago. It was but... so, it was flurrying a little earlier yeah, here yeah, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. However, in my new house, I looked out the window and I was like, "Beautiful!" But I also <laughs> don't have to go outside if well, I don't want there, to. There at you all, go. <laughs> so. It's fun though. In your new house, you have a snow immediately. That's a good memory. It was pretty. Yeah, it's cute. I live in Virginia, so if we get snow, it's like you know this much, <laughs> and that also keeps us from going anywhere. So, Washington, it's we fun. get this much. It keeps us from going. Anywhere. Well, here in California, it's always sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those are the builds. That's the venue. That's where it all happened. But um, I think what's so much of this was amazing from just like the community elements to all of the different events that were put on for the event that happened to make it eventful. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I like how you're leaning into it now. I'm just going oh, for man. it now. I'm just going for it now. 
But, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe you raised around a total of $15,000 for Make-A-Wish over the course of these two days. Is that correct? Is that right? Yeah, but as a collective of streamers, VTubers, community members, 15K! That's crazy! Our initial goal was 10K, so we passed it by 5K, which is pretty wild. Yeah. Half again. That's That's, Yeah, that's no small feat. (laughs) No! Especially for just a two-day event. That's a massive rallying of the community. That's just amazing. I mean, how does that feel, having done so much good? And how has Make-A-Wish responded? Have they responded about it? Well, what's really... uh, Okay, it makes us all feel super amazing and grateful that we could do this. Um, and we never thought we would do this. Like, so it was pretty crazy to to sit there, like when everything's over, and it's just like, well, we just did this whole thing, <laughs> and we we managed to cumulatively raise fifteen thousand dollars for kids. So that was insane. Um, Make a wish was really really supportive, and they were so happy to see what we did. Um, their main Twitter account retweeted some of our tweets and stuff, and helped them. Um, you know, get it out there, and they were happy uh, with what we've done. And uh, we were we we're in chats, like in the post of it all as well. And I was saying, like, these guys work so hard, and we're we're really really grateful that you guys worked with us. Um, so where do we go from here, basically? And they um, and they are kind enough to um, basically they want to send out gifts to the people involved. So I was like, yo, that's pop, Aww. so we can like give a few things back to, you know, the whole volunteers and, you know, everyone involved. So hopefully they get something in their mail um, come the new year, which that'll be a surprise for them to uncover. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but raising money for Make-A-Wish was really a blessing in itself because uh, if you guys don't know or know, but uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation is an amazing charity that helps kids with critical illnesses. And... Every 20 minutes, a kid's diagnosed with a critical illness, and 80 of 80% of them, um, they go through a lot of traumatic stress. So, you know, these kids, it means a lot to be able to raise money and give to these kids to show them that they can dream and have a future and get past these things. And, you know, any little bit of help that aids with that notion, I think, like, is a big deal. So I, I'm pretty grateful for, for us raising that much money for them. That's great. That got me. That got me. Like, yeah, right me too. Field. I immediately choked up. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's like I'm watching Mulan or Avatar listening to the 14 soundtrack again. <laughs> it all oh. comes back to Avatar. <laughs> it all comes back to Avatar. Last Good job it. saving uh, China. Uh, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i mean that is you're right it's phenomenal and especially for those of you who have done starlight celebration event this year i just did it on stream right before this it's always usually about spreading joy and cheer to children as much of you know western holidays around santa and presents and gift giving has been about thematically right um but at the same time like we we do forget i think sometimes because we've all been kids we've gone through that it's just sort of a thing but we think about the fact that um, there are so many kids out there who their holidays are going to be so different than what anybody else's conventionally might be perceived as and truly helping uplift those at any time of year, you know, beautiful young souls that are just getting started in their adventures and their journey 
worldwide, right? It's such an incredible gift to help them and reach out. And um, $15,000 raised is a massive amount, especially for the duration of this event. So yes, you should all be so proud. Incredible. Just incredible. Um, this is why uh, we won Best Community. People yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a big example of it. Really. That really is. That's 100% true. Absolutely. So Wish Upon a Realm was presented, I know you said there were a lot of people involved, but a huge involvement from Final Fantasy XIV, I guess like FFXIVTubers, maybe that's a better way to say FFXIVTubers, which is a stream team that you and Nabi alongside are admins of and help run. So I was curious if you could tell us a little bit about the team even and just what yeah. you do and how you're formed and um, you know what it's like being a VTuber in the community. Yeah, sure, definitely. So VTubers like kind of lit a blaze like during the pandemic, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and so I noticed in the 14 community in particular, we basically had different um, communities that were being put together. For example, Brian Ricardo, uh, amazing PvP or part of Team Ethernet, um, they they basically made a, a VTuber Discord just to encompass VTubers from like FF, I believe something of that notion and then we had another friend who did the same thing and then Nabi reached out to me at some point she said she wanted to do something like this and I was like yo that's awesome so since I already had some knowledge and like okay well that's happening that's happening like why don't we all just merge into one booyah bay of FFXIV tubers and so that's what happened we merged the discords and we we realized it became a really big community hub and we were actually really overwhelmed with the response because you know you, you'd start out thinking okay we have one vtuber in the 14 directory and that's stall right <laughs> and then um from there you know we had like 500 well where do these people come from they're all for ffxiv tuber what and so it was just a lot so we just basically want to capitalize that we'd like to call it an, an ffxiv tuber community um, as for the stream team, it encompasses like 100 members, but that's just the surface really of it because there's way more beyond that. And these guys are really active. Every day they're writing stuff, they're posting stuff, there's so much content out there. And the best thing we can do is try to share that to the best of our ability and time. And, you know, everyone is super wholesome. So we we, we really enjoy the FFXI VTuber community and we want to make sure everybody feels included and welcome because it's a vast category um, that actually surpasses that of just a, a quote-unquote team because it's a huge community in the, in the directory now. I like how you called it wholesome. I've been just watching your ears wiggle this whole time and that <laughs> in and of itself so wholesome. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I've been I've been I've been looking at the ear like this entire show. I'm just every so often yeah. just Little. It's so cute. I love it. Very cute. I control <laughs> myself sometimes. <laughs> it's very good. Um, this is like not connected to anything, but I was curious. I mean, in MMOs, we have avatars, right? And we use avatars all the time. I mean, do you think that the fact that in like an MMO in particular, we already have so much freedom to create avid like you know avatars and a, a version of ourselves in the digital world do you think that partially has contributed to a lot of the big boom in vtubers 19 and then as like a tangent note to that do you oftentimes see that people are creating avatars that are the same as theirs in game or different well i'm a big culprit of uh, kind of the same i think because um 
my my Mikote or Mosquito or Makito, whatever you want to call him. He, he, he is um, a blue-haired catboy, but that actually, like, stemmed from my own character I created a long time ago. So, you know, I think it's wild. Character customization's been out for a long time. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if people made VTubers based on these customizations. Or even, to be honest, what I really see these days is people creating a new idea altogether. Um, so a lot of great new original ideas, and some of them are recycled from something sentimental to you or you know a character you created from five years ago you know on runescape not five years ago more like 20 years ago we're, well we're like oh nine five years is fine. old now five is fine don't think about we're it we're dating ourselves now remember runescape <laughs> but yeah i think that also contributes a lot a lot of gamers who, who wouldn't want to be their own enemy waifu you know or <laughs> as bando or whatever yeah, you know. I mean, it's part of what I've said about Vinat a lot. I'm like, I want to be her. I want to kiss her. Do I want to love her. Yeah. I look up to her. I want all of this, just like to all at once. <laughs> all right, guys. Oh. So I'll see you on uh, next Rook stream where she becomes Heidelin herself. <laughs> I'm trying. Look, I'm working towards it. So far, I have not figured out. I just, I need you to not. Almost white. So I, I, I you can't. You can't because I'm going to have Zanidra. an issue. I'm going to have an issue killing you. Just, I don't want to do it. I Look, it will be it. a prolific duel to end all duels. We both have sword experience. I'm just Strong. saying, I would duel you any day in the past, in the future, in the heart of the earth before you had to kill me for the good of all <laughs> human we... and non-humankind. I like we how we went from like this wholesome part? event to like, I will duel you. <laughs> I mean, we can, we can do the duel part. This took a turn. And being all epic and all this yeah. blood everywhere. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. we'll reenact that. But also, let's help children. <laughs> so- <laughs> I'm just imagining a cosplay now of Bloody Vanat oh, with goodness. like a Bluetooth speaker on the back, just playing answers, just like walking around like dead eyes. Like- Someone recently asked me because um, I'm not doing an event I did this past year at one of my cons. So next year, I'll probably be in the cosplay, hopefully. And somebody was like, "Hey, what do you want to do?" And I was like, "Have you played this game called Final Fantasy 14?" Because there's, there's a story we could do there. I mean, like, that's, uh, you could do a whole thing there. There's, like, a whole thing there that could happen. How do you feel about walking across the stage really sadly? I feel great about that. Are you inviting me? Am I inviting myself now? No, okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, getting back to why we're here. And, I mean, yeah, I think it is, like you said, it's an incredible thing about gaming space that I think a lot of meaning can come games and even creating a digital avatar whether it's in game or as a vtuber can be such a personal thing and i love to hear about that because vtubing is something that we see you know uh, more and more people doing and i've always loved your vtuber personas and characters and your own personal art and i think it is something that can be really empowering to a lot of people that maybe they hadn't considered and is becoming more and more accessible to a lot of uh, different creators right as more and more of this technology gets shared and more people can help uplift others and create resources like this discord and these stream teams uh, to uplift those who are interested in bringing their characters and their self to life in those different ways so all of that to say uh, looping back to the event do you think you're gonna make this an annual event you know to be honest um maybe I i would be down to do it because this time around, it was just quite an experience. Maybe next time we can do it better because I've learned a lot this time around in terms of like, okay, yeah, I need more help, basically. <laughs> and everyone was so helpful. 
so helpful. But um, I don't know. I really like event planning. I think it kind of runs in my family. But uh, but basically, like my dad who runs a restaurant, he's just like always doing everything on his own kind of thing. I'm kind of the same way, but not intentionally. <laughs> it's just like, okay, got to get this done now. Boom, does it. And it's like, oh, shit. Do you, do you want to help? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, you know, everyone's different. And so you learn from the first time around and you hopefully grow and make it better. So, yeah, I would love to do it again sometime next year. And people were, like, comparing, like, oh, I remember last year's Chocobo race. You know, I don't think Frosty did a Chocobo race this year. So everyone was comparing this Chocobo race to the last one, basically. And he's like, yeah, I remember last year when I did this. And I was like, well, now it feels like it needs to be an annual thing. (laughs) I hope it is, honestly. I mean, of course, please sleep, eat, take care of yourself. It was a huge thing to coordinate. And please do not feel any guilt about sleeping. You you probably needed that sleep when it came to the Mm -hmm. Chocobo race day. Honestly, you were doing so much. But I think it is incredible to see what you were able to do, even just with this first year and how many people wanted to be a part of it. And I know it made my holidays in game a little more special. So I would love to see it come back. And I'm always happy. But I I think it's really interesting that... It wasn't something that you guys uh, decided to come up with until Make-A-Wish actually reached out to you. Like, how did they even find you, right? Like, they have somebody on that team who is looking for people that will help. That person needs a raise. I mean, it's a huge (laughs) thing now. Uh, So many charities are realizing the power of gaming and the fact that gaming communities and Twitch and all this kind of fundraising... Um, can be massive, right? I mean, I, we've seen so many of these teams and social media teams that work with charities suddenly going, wait, 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 hold on, how do we get into this? So it's amazing that they reached out directly to the team and yeah. that you were able to put this together for them. It's cool oh, that yeah, people definitely. trying to do this definitely. are paying attention. That's what I guess I'm trying to say. Like, Good job, Make-A-Wish. <laughs> yeah, good job, Make-A-Wish, for sure, for reaching out, for reaching out to us. And... Um, you know, it, I feel like it's pretty common to to get a lot of uh, charity companies reach out like, hey, you want to do charity for, for this cause? And all their causes are amazing. It's just more of, I think, for a streamer's perspective, like, do you have time for it, really? Yeah. Because with your already busy schedule, mm-hmm. you have time to fit this in, basically. And then there's the argument of, um, well, I need charity myself, so does that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It, it's a big it's a big hit and miss i think for them so so i think they work really hard to to, to work with streamers and coordinate with them because we can be a hot mess in time that's true um <laughs> but you guys are are and correct me if i'm wrong but uh from the outside looking in it looks like you guys so often have to coordinate your own schedules you're probably all pros at this by now so they expect that from you guys probably Oh, I, I bet they do. Definitely. Looks yeah, like definitely. totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's we're true. totally yeah. pros at it. Not still disasters. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, well, yeah, it looks you like you are. You open it and then it's gone forever, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> What's the schedule? What is that? <laughs> well, you you either are good at it or are good at the illusion of it. So there. And. Yeah. It's so funny, though, that Make-A-Wish, like, reached out, and we were, like, trying to think of, like, should we have a festival name, right? And so we were thinking, like, is it just a winter fest? Like, what is this? Um, but I'm really happy to say that I came up with the name Wish Upon a Realm, and 
I thought about it because, you know, this is a a realm and we are working for Make-A-Wish. So, you know, we're wishing upon a realm, really. So, and, and everybody's like, yeah, that fits best. And I'm like, awesome. So we locked that in. <laughs> and I thought it was a really good sentimental notion to what this cause was in the first place. So <laughs> that was pretty, pretty nice. A solid name. I'm gonna need you to stop being sentimental. I can only cry so many tears during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't keep doing it. It's very good. I love the name. It's so catchy, and it, like you said, I think it really embodies something about the cause, which is also so important when you're trying to brand or label anything. But um, I know it caught my eye, especially. Aww, make Yoshi peace for everybody. You give a shit. <laughs> Okay, we have to we have to we have to talk about this now. We 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 were going on about this before the show, oh, and yeah. we said oh, save yeah. it for the show. What is Mikyoshi peas? <laughs> Take it away, Rook. Wait, um, why am I responsible? Mikyoshi peas is where black mages eat for free. Uh, it's, <laughs> I mean, from my understanding, although Darian is going to have to add more this the official lore is that mcyoshi peas is an in-game <laughs> totally not mcdonald's but mcdonald's that exists that is yoshi peas personal <laughs> personal and or biased fast food joint of choice in the game um has been manned in the past by zeros who has really gotten in there and really jumped into character and who i mean i had the pleasure when i was over on darian's show um of <laughs> which is up on YouTube, over on Darian's channel on YouTube, in case anybody didn't know, um, that I got to go through the drive-thru. And I still can't tell you what happened that day. Did we get food? <laughs> yeah, sure. But at what cost? I, I <laughs> don't know. But a lot of things happened. Um, it was very spicy. A lot of laughs were had. Um, it took a lot for us to try and get our food. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, also, I had to, like, request my food, like, five times. <laughs> so service at Mikyoshi Peas is not great if you're not a black mage or... I was gonna say, Yoshi yeah, because you're not but... a black mage, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. heard you talking smack about black mage on your streams and was like, I don't know if I want to serve... Pretty much, yeah. ...this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there there was the small, small problem of getting attacked by, like, five Exalis while ordering in the drive-thru. So that, we did get that, attacked. Was... <laughs> yeah. and, it's a good and thing then... Exalis, like, they don't go above, like, level 75, right? So you're probably fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. It, it was a it was smooth ride. <laughs> Smooth ten of ten. Yeah, oh yeah, totally smooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good service, would recommend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was basically I feel a like little, a little the show, extent. Yeah, you're just gonna have to send me the link for that so I can put it in the description for this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can do that. I'm sure that can be handled. Yeah. <laughs> a skit, a comedic skit. That's the way I would. It was a little comedic skit that has happened. It was a good time. I'm here for it. I'm ready. Would you would you, would you say it was it. it was a comedic event? Yeah, I sure. would definitely say. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> oh, well, before we let you go, is there anything else about the event that you would like to talk about in regards to the event? And is there <laughs> Does anybody in chat have any questions too? Also that. Yes. I do remember earlier someone was asking are you guys going to post screenshots from the event? We did have some someone uh, basically take these professional photos um, during the entire thing, and we have all of them, and we should be posting them with the hashtag wishuponarealm probably sometime soon. 
But um, but yeah, we've had a lot of uh, things happen in the post. Like uh, we've been waiting on uh, sending out our prizes to our winners for contests and stuff because we were waiting for Make-A-Wish. Um, and they came through, so we're good. So we're going to send those out this week for sure. Um, and we also will be posting those screenshots. And then we also already sent out the thank you form. So if you want to be thanked by Make-A-Wish, you know, that form is with you. So, yeah, just a lot of things happening in the post. But, um, but yeah, look forward to seeing those things. Please look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That is going to do it. We did an episode. After after like a month, month and a half, we did an episode and we're gone for the next two weeks. So, yeah, yeah. three, (laughs) maybe. But you know, next year, if you guys do do it again, hit us up ahead of time and maybe we can like have you on beforehand for some advertising. (laughs) Oh, heck yeah. Let's do it. Mr. Potato Passion. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) We'll we'll get a venue and we'll name it. The Aetherite Radio Shack, and you guys can hang out. Aetherite yes! Radio Shack. <laughs> we could do, we could do, oh, now hear me out. God. We could okay. do an in-game Aetherite Radio, where people could tune in, and we could have our characters there. It would be so cute. Remember, we, we, we had that idea we once. Did. Zen we had did. Zen had a, it for like had a second two. house, and we, yeah, we, we did it once or twice. Yes. Yeah. Well, we can figure it out. Yeah. Yep. I'm up for it. Aetherite Radio Shack is precious. I love that. Radio it's good. Shack. Yeah. I just I'm just imagining like a Radio Shack with like a little tiny stage, which is a couple people talking, and there's like AV cables and RF adapters on the wall behind them. Oh my goodness, amazing. I'm, I'm again. Thank I'm dating you so myself. Much for having me, guys. By the way. Yes. Really thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at anything slash Darian Hart or at Darian Hart um, on Twitch, on Twitter, on YouTube, on wherever you want to look. It might be there. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much for, for having me. I really, really appreciate it. This was really fun, too. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yo. It was great to, to talk about the event. And, you know, hopefully if this happens again next year, we'll uh, we'll be a little more uh, not busy with Available. other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sounds we'd love good, to talk about it. Um, all right. If you want to find me on the internet, uh, you can do that uh, at Raffleder on all the things. I got to update YouTube. YouTube did did name things, and somebody I think already had it. So I need to I need to, to update that. I forget what it is. But Twitter and Twitch, Raffleder, you can find me. Uh, Zen, where can they find? Hi, you? it's me on my Twitter. I am Zenidra underscore A. And I mean, you guys know. Plus the word when the number shot the word. We do D and D stuffs. Um, rant not randomly. It's on Saturdays and Fridays and Sundays, but it's like every other one this week. We are doing our Teens with Attitude show on Sunday. So if you want to watch me pretend to be a teenage Power Ranger, please come watch on Sunday at five p.m. Eastern. Uh just just as another another addition to that, we uh we're we're having our Green Ranger visit for the first time this weekend so you know if you're if you're into the the mysterious side ranger it's making me a little even where do they even come from yeah which which color ranger are you i'm the red ranger oh (laughs) zen's in charge the hair didn't give it away i'm I'm not gonna say i mean she's also dressed in like a like a reddish like i you know 
I'm not going to say that I am the leader because we don't have a leader yet, and we might not in the future. But I mean, Red, Red's pretty. I much mean, big. I grew up on Power Rangers. We all know. We all know. <laughs> I'm not going to claim it, but you know, it's, he's it's, the leader, guys. It's it's known. <laughs> <laughs> Rook, where can yes. people find you on the internet? You hate I got too excited and I just jumped in <laughs> as you were still going. I'm sorry. You can find me. Um, if you want to see the events that I do <laughs> and all of those live events streamed, um, you can see me on Twitch, twitch.tv, rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can find videos as well, my big reactions and emotions to the games that we play over on YouTube, which is also at rookery. And you can find me on Twitter at rookery underscore. It's the only one that's different at rookery underscore, um, as well as Instagram, which I remember exists and put pictures on sometimes which is also at rookery though with the downfall of the possible downfall and or slow descent into madness that twitter has been recently we may be doing more over there which is the only reason that out because we don't know what's going to happen on this platform and stuff got even spicier today so uh you can also find me on instagram it's just at rookery there you go if you want to contact the show you can do that, aetheriteradio.gamerescape.com. Throw us an email if you have any questions. Or you can tweet at us, maybe, uh, at Radio. Uh, you can also find us as Gamer Escape, uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord, discord.gg slash Gamer Escape. We've got a Final Fantasy XIV chat. We've got an Aetherite Radio chat. Uh, so come and hang out. Talk to us. We like you. Do, 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 do. Yes. And thank you, Darian, again so much for joining yes. us. We're really happy to have you on and get to hear about this amazing event that you and Nobby and everybody else coordinated together. I just, Nothing. I have to say, I think that I did a really good job today, not squealing every time I saw the ear wuggles. So <laughs> congratulations to me. Good. Yeah, I was going to say, don't, don't hurt yourself. Pat yourself <laughs> on the back for that one. <laughs> Listen, it's really cute. It is. Thank you. all right that is going to do it again uh we are off next week next week is christmas happy holidays to everybody that's celebrating uh week after that just happens it's also new year's so we'll be gone again um so we'll be back at some you know after that talking about patch stuff because patch (laughs) oh kitty Kitty. a lot incoming that's for sure with this new year yeah so zen's cat just jumped on her chair in case people listen to the audio are like what the hell (laughs) all right that's gonna do it for us everybody thank you so much for hanging out and uh we will see you in the new year Bye. bye